Now tuning in to Earbud Media, audio for everyone. so nice you could like be on a treadmill desk and shit i just i could be so many places ally i could go (laughs) anywhere i want with this microphone i am a free man now not tethered anymore to my laptop i am a bitch on the move i've i've gotten your energy from the past like 45 (laughs) days of your life and now that is me hashtag road life (laughs) (laughs) oh cody how are you i am great i'd like to talk more about your fantastic journey well this was (laughs) the fucking holiday you were looking forward to so that's true i had three different types of potatoes it was the best i was living my entire life i could have had four but i stopped myself oh but i had fucking regular like the classic mashed potatoes check Mm. i had candied yams check Damn. I had fucking scallop potatoes uh, with like Gruyere and like so many vegetables. It was the fucking shit. And I was living my truth and it was great. great. Damn. I can't even look at a potato right now because she she <laughs> fucked me over so hard these past Damn. couple days. Your girl went too hard on them mashed potatoes. <laughs> I was, that was, the, I told you, that was the only thing I was looking forward to. And it's like one of the only things that I can eat for Thanksgiving because yeah. everything yeah. else people are like, I'm going to throw bread in this. I'm going to throw bread in this. And I'm like, listen. <laughs> chill. Hey, can we calm down, please? Can we just stop, you gluten-loving fucks? And... (laughs) My body's deteriorating by being in the same room. (laughs) I know. Like, my intestines are literally bleeding just looking at this. And so I was just like, all right, I'll just mash potatoes, and I'll bring my own gravy, and everything will be gravy. And now I just can't even, like, think about mashed potatoes without, like, dying a little inside. But yes, so... As you mentioned, I've been on the road <laughs> for <laughs> 45 calendar days. <laughs> I passed if you through... haven't been on Alice Twitter in the past couple days, it's basically like a working <laughs> captain's log. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> yep. Hour yeah. 72, I haven't seen food in forever. I just know the open road. I don't know anything. Yeah, I Starship Enterprise that motherfucker. And Absolutely. Yeah, I definitely captain logs that shout out to the location tag on Twitter because it was very important when I passed through weed on the way to California and on the way back. Oh my gosh. Very critical to my journey, personally. That's very good. There were four very important points to my traveling experience. Please. These are not necessarily in order, but we'll see. There was, on the way down, a older man who looked very much like Santa, which was very traumatic for me, personally, (laughs) um, ripping a fat doobie in his car (laughs) with the windows rolled up, which, like, live your truth. (laughs) Sure, yeah. There was a corporate businesswoman who, when we passed, was picking her nose. Great. Very good, yeah. Love it. Really good stuff happening here. (laughs) Yep. Very on brand for us. On the way back today, we passed by a man driving a car with the license plate Mr. Esme. So I saw Carlisle Cullen is what I'm trying to say. Basically, yeah. Daddy Malfoy was there. His presence was was felt. Yes, he was there. It was... He would have, like, Esme's name. That's literally what I'm... Like, that's what I'm saying. And, like, you know, honestly, if I was married to Esme Cullen, I would too. Come on. Here's the here's the topper for me personally. <laughs> on the way back today, <laughs> I just I don't know. I don't say this word a lot. Oh boy. Or ever. I don't even know if I've ever said this word aloud. I don't know oh, that no. I feel good putting it on a podcast. But you know those when people have like home businesses and they have those like decals on their the back of their cars. Uh huh. Oh, are you gonna say trunk nuts? <laughs> No, I've already okay. seen truck nuts before. Um, no, it was like a sticker decal that someone had on the complete back of their car, um, sure. on their car window as we were driving back today. And it 
looked like it was for a business. I was like, lit, lit, lit. It was not for a business. All it said was pampered ratchet. Right. And that's it. A lot to contextualize here. There's yeah, just for a sure. lot. And there's, like, yeah, there's a lot of layers. There's there there's wasn't a, a phone number or anything. It was just that's it. Just just a fact, really. Just yeah. Which like shouting it into the void. I mean, damn. <laughs> like. <laughs> and now, now I wonder: was that did they find that at a store? And you're like, oh, this is perfect for the truck. We got it. No. Or did you, they like custom like? You have like, to no, make I need that. these two words. I don't know. I listen. That's what I'm saying, though. I don't know if you have to make it. I don't put anything past anything. Those things could be sold. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Oh, no. the, the truth is out here. <laughs> I don't know. It's possible. I don't know that I want to believe with that one. You know. Hey, well. But it was great. Welcome was to a- our X-Files podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about aliens and the open road. Oh, man. I love being on the open road, though, you know? It's just great. It's a good time. It's terrible. But I love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Gemini, can you calm down like a second? <laughs> uh, it's so bad for my skin, but... You know, I got a lot of podcasts. Just, you know, all the the congestion air. Sure. It's just, like, so bad for my skincare routine. But other than that, it was great. (laughs) Just sucking you dry up there. (laughs) Honestly, the California air is, like, real dry. And I'm not about that life. Shouts out to the drought. Am I right? Am I right? But other than that, it was great. I have family down there, and in L.A., it was 90 degrees on Thanksgiving. What the fuck is up, everyone? Yo, that's the thing. Global warming isn't real, guys. It was, it was like, warm on Thanksgiving, and there were palm trees. Not used to that in my neck of the woods. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But there's your Thanksgiving cast. The moment you've all been waiting for. I know. (laughs) To be fair, the one good thing about that is watching the Macy's Day Parade, and it usually makes me feel a little bit better, so. There's nothing like some big-ass floats to scare the shit out of me and really make me feel tiny in this universe, you know? (laughs) Just makes me feel grounded and like a speck of dust. (laughs) Well, and like, Matt Lauer said Twilight, and I was like... Yes, sir. <laughs> and so, hello. I am I'm listening. listening. <laughs> I'm here. Uh, what is but yes. Up? Now that that's in the past, though, would you like to talk about some current events with me? Uh, hell yeah! Because one of them actually segues nicely. Yes, it does. During Thanksgiving, I saw a fucking commercial, and like, listen, there's a lot of commercials on TV. There's a lot of commercials, especially on Thanksgiving. People are watching football. I don't give a fuck about football, but it's on. And then okay, my eyes no. were just like glazed. Hey. What? Sorry. What? First of all. Yeah. What's up? I love football, so don't be rude. Wow, that seems like a that just that seems so out of character for you, but I respect it. I can fuck with a pigskin, not <laughs> ethically. <laughs> not but... not a phrase I thought I would hear out of your mouth ever, but sure. I not ethically that, but no, I got it. can dig. With the I metaphorical pigskin. The metaphorical... No. The hey, symbolical pigskin. <laughs> that somehow sounds worse. I don't like that. <laughs> I love football. So Great. fight me. But yes, continue. Uh, listen, I, no, I understand I'm in the minority here because football is everyone's fucking jam here and that's fine. To be fair, it's just I think too, our It's audience... way too long for too little of sport. You know what I mean? There's like eight minutes of total sport and it's like three hours and I can't do it. You're right. But it's on, and it's Thanksgiving, and you're living your truth. And then Kristen Stewart pops up on the screen, and I'm like, <laughs> sorry, in my, not, this isn't even my home, but this, I feel attacked <laughs> in this place right now. What is happening? My worlds are colliding. What is going on? Um, yeah, it was great. Casey was in a fucking perfume Chanel. commercial. Chanel. because she's hot shit. And it was yep. great. And I died. It's that bougie life. It's true. She's out here. Yep. And I'm proud. Yeah, I think it came on twice during the weekend for me. And I was like, I wanted to just like scream in front of all my family. Like, <laughs> that's my bitch. That's my bitch. <laughs> and they'd have been like, that's my uh, wife. <laughs> that's oh, her. I saw, like a, I saw like a physical ad, like the, a poster version at my bus stop. And I was like, I need to leave. It's like Inception when the like the worlds are literally <laughs> collapsing. <laughs> like, where am I? I'm like, these two shouldn't be in the same universe. I don't... Yep, exactly. It's just wild. Speaking of 
things that shouldn't be in the same universe. Can we talk about the goop product that you found? Oh, I would love to talk about the goop product. Because you've been doing some accidental research. Yeah, so that's listen, great. we've all been there. 2 a.m. on we? BuzzFeed. <laughs> Just like living your truth. <laughs> Um, and in between Vine compilations, <laughs> r- literally, okay, literally. But and, and Goop's been on my radar for a while because it's ridiculous, right? It's if you a don't lot. know, Goop is this lifestyle brand from Gwyneth Paltrow, and it's basically all of this like apothecary and also like healing crystals, whatever, and then really expensive like shit you put up your vagina, like so many things. It's like Pinterest, but for super rich people, right? If you are in 17 higher tax brackets than you are currently is what that is yep and so one of the products in which i stumbled upon um in my night journeys of the internet was <laughs> something called psychic vampire repellent which i Literally guess is an attack against you <laughs> <laughs> like just send me just dm me Gwen, that's fine it's just we can we can talk it out it doesn't have to be i'm spraying whatever. it on you when we meet <laughs> You're going to spend $30 on this and then just yes. for the bit? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I am. Fuck you. <laughs> so basically, it's like this mist that's supposed to, you know, eliminate bad juju. I guess the vampire is supposed to be like soul-sucking, like energy or vibes. It literally says, fucking, Gwyneth Paltrow says on her website, <laughs> fans spray generously around their heads to safeguard their auras. Yeah. So stop sucking my aura, Cody. I listen. I I can't <laughs> help it. <laughs> it's kind of like something you would see at like a farmer's market. Sure. Yeah. But turned up about five notches. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very intrigued. Yeah, I definitely would buy it for the bit, though. Oh my saying. god! No, do not. <laughs> I refuse. I'm just saying. It's kind of funny. But it's yeah. not twenty eight dollars funny. <laughs> well, maybe if it was like fifteen dollars, I would absolutely do it for the bit. Twenty eight dollars is too much. Do you think they'll have a Cyber Monday sale? Oh my god. Do you think celebrities need Cyber Monday sales? Do you think they had a Black Friday sale? Have we checked? Have we have we looked on Goop since we posted this? No. <laughs> do you think they charge money just to look at their website? No. God, I would be so in debt if that was the case. <laughs> like a fucking paywall just to look at right. their website. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, while Cody is looking at that, I want to talk about one of the websites I found, which was a personal attack against me. It was <laughs> this website from, well, it's this website, moviephone.com. I'm not going to be an old person uh-huh. and say, this website. <laughs> I was on the World Wide Web earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I saw on the internet. <laughs> yeah, so Gary Seussman posted this article called 11 Things You Probably Never Knew About the Twilight Saga, which... First of all, rude, because I know everything, so that's gross. Sure, yeah. <laughs> I don't even try. <laughs> yeah, I I thought that that was rude, but it just, I don't know, I thought that it was some hilarious facts with a lot of old pictures of the cast, so that was wild. Some notable things are the fact that, and I don't know that we ever talked about this, because we don't, when we talk about the cast, we usually talk about it with the movies and stuff, but some of the ideas when Stephanie Meyer was casting Belle and Edward originally, she mm. had thought about casting Bella for, um, she thought about Emily Browning, which... Huge when, fan. Huge fan, yes. And when people do fan casts and, like, graphics and stuff on Tumblr, they use Emily Browning a lot. One of That's the people so um, that she had originally thought about for Edward is Henry Cavill, who <laughs> is fucking Superman right now, and it's like, can you imagine? Wow. Yeah. That's definitely more the Emmett type that we associate with now. Yeah, the beefcake. <laughs> yes, exactly. But yeah, so most of these, I think most of the people that are pretty into the Twilight niche know most of these things, but I thought that it was kind of interesting, I guess. And that's about it. Fairly slow news week, I would say. So, update. Goop is having some sales. Um, I wouldn't know, though, because this product is sold out. Are you kidding me? It's, it's, it's sold out. There's, it's done. It's, that's, there's, 
I have to go. I have to put my email to see when it comes back on the wait list. I have to be put on a wait list for this product because it I is so in do demand. It too. Oh my god. Should we put? <laughs> I'm not actually gonna do it. I like. Should no. we put our podcast email? That's what it? I'm doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, as soon as we figure out it's back in stock, you will all be the first to know. So. Yeah, that's hilarious. Oh my god, that's so funny. I cannot believe that. <laughs> Who bought all of them? Do you think it was Stephanie? Maybe, man. Ma'am, I can't believe that. <laughs> I'm so confused. Okay, so we did get some questions this week. Bye, bye, bye. One of our patrons, Tora, asked uh, uh, you uh, a question, uh. Cody. Hi. Hello. So they asked, many moons ago, when this podcast started, you were somewhat disparaging of the Twilight series. However, lately, your use of the air horn sound effects, drag, um, and occasional <laughs> awes expressing affection has led me to believe you have developed a fondness for some of the characters. Have I subjected you to this for so long that you have developed Stockholm Syndrome? Or have you truly come to appreciate Stephanie Meyer's magnum opus? Well, I definitely don't appreciate Stephanie Meyer's magnum opus, but I feel like being a cynic is only funny for so long. It's just, it would be miserable if I, like, actively tried to not at least have fun with it while we were doing this for this long. Like, it's been fun, because it's fun to make fun of, and it's fun, it's ridiculous, and it's silly, and we're having a fun time, we're being friends. We're doing a podcast, and it's great. And we're talking about ridiculous things that are great. Ew, you call us friends. That's gross. Just kidding. <laughs> My mortal enemy. Um, <laughs> now I have to, like, fight you or something. Let's go. Yeah, um, I think you're being our, our the Jess from Gilmore Girls. You're having your I've character develop. have Gilmore Girls. What the fuck? <laughs> okay, yeah, we're definitely not friends. Take that back. Uh, our spinoff podcast t- is <laughs> us. We're the new Gilmore guys. Yeah, Gilmore guys again. <laughs> That's us. Yeah. Are they Are still going? Have me? they not done yet? Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding you. Okay, yeah. We're <laughs> doing that as like a patron special or something. Oh my god. <laughs> I do think I have I like some of the characters cuz you know, they're fun and especially like um like Alice and Rosalie. <laughs> you know, I love all these characters. I can't I love, name any. Because uh, <laughs> I was going to say, like, a lot of, like, Jessica and stuff like that, but we haven't really heard from them a lot, so I didn't feel it would be revel- relevant. But um, a lot of the you side know, characters. Looks at hand, can't name I, Yeah, any. right. <laughs> Just a scrawled. I'm like, ah. Uh, <laughs> Jams and. Uh, <laughs> you know, Jopham and <laughs> Edmund. <laughs> The thing that's keeping me going and have, making me have a good time with this is the fact that, like, the side characters are really fun and interesting and delightful. It's just everything that's, that Stephanie Meyer has deemed important is terrible, and I hate it. And also, I pay Cody money to speak with me every week. That's so. literally not even true, so. Okay, other questions for people that we can't say names to. Uh. If you could replace Jacob's perspective chapters with any other character, who would it be? Literally anyone else. Literally, but I will because it's a, it's literally the worst. It's so bad. But I will say, um, to point to a specific character, I think Rosalie. I think would be really interesting because she's the only character that we know so far that's like in it as far as like the events of the last couple yeah. chapters. And she, it would be a much more interesting perspective. I don't understand. Yeah, like, I does, agree. Like, just, Jacob's boring and also broody and sad, and nobody cares what he has to say or think or whatever. Um, and it wouldn't think, make her a villain. No. It would It'd be a cool, like, sympathy. humanizing, fun, like, whatever. Yeah. It'd be great. I agree. Yeah, her, or, like, I always want more of Edward's perspective. So, no, like, if, it, no, if, no, if no, Stephanie, no. like, if Stephanie had to make it a dude, that would be yeah. cool. Or someone that we don't get perspective from, like, Alice would be cool. But Alice also wasn't there. I mean, she's there, I, but yeah. she doesn't say anything. You kind of forget that she's even there. And you're like, oh, Alice yeah. is also sitting there. And you're like, what? Yeah. But, yeah, I agree. I think Rosalie would provide a, a humanizing perspective to the situation, especially because she's, like, with Bella the whole time. So yeah. it would be, it would give some, like, an intimate perspective to the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So I agree. So do vampires shower in this universe? I recall in Twilight how Edward remarked about how humans are attracted to how they smell. So do they need to shower or do they just don't? Or is it a habit thingy for them? Elaborate why or why not. Do you have thoughts? Because I'm not a I'm not a scientist. I don't know. I, <laughs> I, 
<laughs> yes. Um, so I am a scientist. Uh, <laughs> the In I, this universe, yes. In, in like, the <laughs> fiction, yes. Yes. I think that, for the most part, they don't. I think that in that house, they do. The only reason that I think that they do is because the fact that they roll around the dirt so much when they hunt. They're dirty boys. It's true. Yes. <laughs> and so they do to keep up appearances that way and that's the only time i think they do so probably what every two weeks or so when they hunt or whatever sure and that's about it otherwise they just smell sweet or whatever (laughs) well yeah but that's all i can think of great great we have fucking chapters 15 and 16 this week (sighs) they're a little less fillery than the past couple ones so that's great Still shitty titles, though. Of course. Which is great. So, chapter 15... Rosalie would have great titles, that's all I'm saying. Rosalie would have fantastic titles. Absolutely. I agree. So, this first chapter of chapter 15, TikTok, 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 Jacob, motherfucker, I don't know why you decided that this was the appropriate thing, but alas. He loves Kesha. Give him a break. It's fine. I mean, hey, don't we all? That's... Yeah, Exactly. This starts out, of course, with the wolves talking and shit. When we left off last time, Jake had begrudgingly left Seth in the house to take care of Bella and keep her warm. So now Seth is awake and they're all scouting around the premises to make sure that everyone is chill. And (laughs) Jake and and Leah are having a conversation and fighting as usual. (laughs) Yeah, by conversation it's just bickering. Yeah, they're just constantly metaphorically at each other's throats. They're not... They've gotten to the point where they're getting better, I would say. And Leah is kind of... Well, Jacob's noticing that Leah is getting a little bit better. He thought that she would be more aggressive towards Jacob, but she's noticing that the biggest issues are just towards the Cullens and Bella herself. He notices that Leah didn't take any of Esme's food or the clothes that Mama Esme left out. He mentions that they have all taken a trip down river, which, like, <laughs> Leah, you could have just given them back. <laughs> but that's fine. At least These are Jacob. all sacrifices. Go. I know. The and sea like, needs you now. It's like, damn, Leah, you know that's bad for the environment. <laughs> what a wasteful, come on. I know. You could yeah. reuse those. Exactly. But yeah, so they're all just checking the perimeter. It's like pretty chill at this point. Now Jacob is kind of in his head and thinking. He's remembering that the Colons have family up in Alaska. And he's like, damn, I don't understand. Why didn't they just go up there? And then, of course, <laughs> Seth, being the adorable person that he is, he's like, oh, well, Obviously, I already asked Edward about this, and Jacob gets all <laughs> my growly best friend, and pissed. Edward. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, my brother Edward. <laughs> I'm actually part of his clan now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Jacob is like, the fuck? What are you talking about? How did you already ask about this? And so Seth lets him know, like, well, obviously, it would be a lot to travel with Bella right now, and Carlo's already worked up all this rapport here, so he can't just like leave and obviously. Seth is like obviously yeah Seth is super defensive about it and it, it, it makes sense he is kind of more on the Cullen <laughs> team than he is with Jacob hmm. and he was super curious about it. he's like did you know that you can like buy blood if you're a doctor he's like super hyped up about all this Jacob is just like shut up Seth like why are you defending all of them (laughs) stop yeah so anyway jacob is getting all of like a piss baby and he's like by the way did you know that once we're done here you need to go and see bella and then of course jacob perks up and he's like well yeah bella broke another one of her ribs and jacob's like god damn it like (laughs) can any of us catch a break here this fucking demon (laughs) yeah (laughs) just busting open those saloon doors (laughs) I didn't like watching The Exorcist, and yet here I am, just, like, living it. (laughs) Jacob is, like, dead set at this point that there's no way Bella is going to get out of this alive. But Seth is like, Jacob, will you stop being so pessimistic? She probably might not die. Like, can we at least be helpful? And Jacob's like, meh, stop. (laughs) Like, just let me wallow. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to be sad and stuff. Exactly. So Seth is trying to let him know, like, you need to go. Also, Alice wants you too. She's tired of (laughs) acting like a vampire and being stuck in the attic, which, like... (laughs) 
damn. <laughs> That's damn such a mood. Moon. They get done, and <laughs> Jacob's like, just please shut up, Seth. Like, I can't. You're <laughs> acting like such a little brother right now. So he goes to the house. And Edward is still being the burning man. Alice is... <laughs> I love the way that he describes Alice because he says that she comes, says hello with a deep sigh and comes down the sk- the stairs making a face like he was late for an appointment. And it's like, that's a mood. <laughs> but also... That's just very Alice to me. But yes, Bella comes back in the room because apparently she's been peeing a lot, which like finally we get one normal thing about this pregnancy. And of course it's Bella. So she's excited to see Jacob and she's also still dying because all of her ribs are breaking. And this is also, so I guess Bella and I do have one similarity. Maybe she's cracking open her saloon doors, you know? Throwback to last week's episode. That's what I said. That's what I said. That was my fun joke that I made like a minute ago. (laughs) Just busting open those saloon doors. (laughs) You don't know me. Um, (laughs) Clearly not. (laughs) (laughs) I thought we were on comedic Uh, synergy, but I guess not. Listen, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, (laughs) There's a lot of blabber here because you know how stephanie likes to go on with her like exposition (laughs) dialogue there's like three pages where basically it's just jacob asking if bella's cold and it's like can we just get to the point here like i don't (laughs) guys can we cut to the chase we get it he's a human blanket we got it yeah like three books ago like (laughs) yeah (laughs) i'm over it no one's gonna start reading in the middle like of this book yep like man i really wish i knew that Jacob was a big, warm wolf. I wish I knew this information. We all know. We know. Yeah, why don't I just start on book four? Yeah, why not? You know? Yeah. The only benefit, though, since Jacob's here, Alice notices that his stomach is growling. So somehow Alice decides to make Rosalie get up to make Jacob food. (laughs) And she's pissed about it, right? Because they have all this beef between the two of them. And so Rosalie goes up to get him food and Jacob looks over to Edward and is like you tell me if she poisoned it right and Edward doesn't look at him it's just like yeah so Rosalie comes back right and she has moved this mixing bowl and turned it into a fucking dog bowl written on it with the words Fido and put his food into it It which like damn the biggest mood of the year of life the first a thousand read-throughs that I've done of this, <laughs> this has been one of the high... Like, this... The <laughs> scenes of this dog bowl have been some of my favorites. Oh, gosh. And this... This read-through, I can't help but thinking that it's low-key racist. Yeah, well, now that we've kind of contextualized it in the way that we have in, the yeah. you know, this podcast, it does feel a little bit um, not great. So, yeah, I understand that for sure. There isn't a way to take out... Jacob's ethnicity and heritage from this. Right, absolutely right? not. No. I know Stephanie wrote this in and is like, oh, it's a dog joke. Wait, 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 wait. It's funny. And it's like, in that context, it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> but in the like, oh, these indigenous people, they must eat like dogs. Right. That's not funny. <laughs> yeah. So, no, like, no. That's not funny. I don't also know just how like because dogs are less than humans, and because they're all in this tribe, and they're also all werewolves and stuff. It's like right, a lot of duality. Right, exactly. And so it's like now that I'm an adult reading through this, it's like, eh, right. you know, funny, but also like Stephanie. Hey. <laughs> sometimes I just lovingly want to like shake you, <laughs> you know. This is one of those moments. How long must we do this podcast before it becomes not lovingly? <laughs> you know, how many times am I going to want to lovingly shake E.L. James? You know what I mean? Oh, boy. That's fair. That is fair. Like a pinata, you know? Just, like, lovingly <laughs> shake But her. also, she would like it rough, you know what I mean? So, would it really Shut be teaching her a lesson? Shut the fuck up, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Oh, shut up. <laughs> um, I refuse. I refuse to be silenced on my podcast. <laughs> that was good, but shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, Bella's like there, and she's like, damn, Jacob, you look so shaggy. You have so much hair. <laughs> so rugged, yes. Your hair looks so good pushed back. <laughs> He's like- playing into her, like, um, uh, lumberjack fantasies. <laughs> 
Oh my god! It's like yes. <laughs> and we're cut your hair in weeks. Oh. oh, you smell you like sp- pine and dirt. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Edward, will she's you like, tell Jacob his like hair crawling on the um on the <laughs> hospital bed with a demon inside for being like yes, Jacob. <laughs> oh my god, take me. Stop! <laughs> oh my god, you're the worst. Yeah, anyway. I mean, yeah. You signed up for this, so... Oh, fuck. Okay, so, anyway. After all this, Jacob is, like, being comforted by Bella, right? And this only makes him think of, like, oh, yeah, she's gonna die soon. Which, like, same, Jacob. (laughs) (laughs) So, he's like, what's the, uh date for the demon and it's like great jacob i'm so glad that you've mastered subtlety in your 14 years of life you know how to make everyone feel like really calm and great about what's going on you really know how to make a woman blush don't you jake (laughs) uh (laughs) hey when's that fucking demon coming out huh (laughs) (sighs) jesus but we find out that bella basically has four days to live basically so it's chill great good times and uh edward is real chipper about that and once jacob finds out that she has four days to live he starts talking about her quote expanding belly (laughs) and the fact that he's drawn to her with a gravitational force and it's like hey stephanie meyer How your fucking fetish is doing? Hey, ma'am, <laughs> what the fuck is up, Kyle? <laughs> Listen, I Shut don't like this to down. shame people, However. but what the fuck is up? Because <laughs> not to bring I this to another this. vine, but kink shaming is my kink. Sketch <laughs> <laughs> me just screaming here. I'm not gonna do it to you in case you're falling asleep, like some people I know who do this to this podcast. You weirdos. What um, the how? How is this something you could sleep to? Or if you're on the bus, but just know right now I'm screaming. <laughs> <laughs> That kink shaming is my kink find is one of my favorite things. <laughs> also, the like a child one. <laughs> um, that's Stop. how I feel. Like this, we can't this whole... keep going down this hole. <laughs> no, but like this whole chapter is just like a child. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm just saying. So the rest of this chapter, Jacob is just like, well, I'm a masochist. I might as well just make myself feel like shit the rest of this, right? Uh, so he's like, hey, Bella, since you're dying, why do you still want me here for the rest of these four days? And it's like, first of all, she is dying. So can you just give her some slack for, for like a second? Can, can she we just, just fucking read? chill, please? Yeah. Can you just let her read some Bronte and like live her truth? Can you just like stop it? But anyway, she has to go on this emotional labor journey while what? she's like about to go into physical labor okay i'm just saying (laughs) and (laughs) and he's literally like why do you want me here seth could keep you warm (sighs) but anyway broody mcbruderson literally an actual piss baby and so she has to be like it feels complete when you're here jacob like all my family's here and he has to be like i'll never be part of your family bell like literally shut the fuck up my dudes Stabbed. Like, how many times do we have to say that she wants you here, Jacob? Like, just listen to her the first time. How many years of her life have she just been spent coddling you because you're still upset that she doesn't want to fuck you? It's fine. Just let, just, she's kind of going through a little bit more stuff right now. She's kind of busy, actually. Like, her bones are literally breaking. But, like, sure, whatever you want to talk about, Jacob. Exactly. So we find out, and we found this out a little bit earlier from Seth, and Jacob went on another rant, but it wasn't very important anyway. We found out that Bella's talking to Charlie, and it's like, hey folks, remember when we talked about Charlie? (laughs) Remember Charlie? Wow. Uh, Who is she? Literally. But yeah, so we found out that Bella's been talking to Charlie, and being like, yeah, 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 Charlie, it's all good. Toad's fine. (laughs) I'm like, so cool. Um... Yeah. I'm actually on a goop retreat right now. Uh, it's all very... <laughs> I'm uh, on the way to Virgo City, just really living my... 
<laughs> yeah, it's really under wraps. Can't talk a lot about it, so it's all great. Jacob hated it. Edward's not really a fan, but <laughs> Bella's very confident she's gonna live. So it's That's all, all great. Yeah, yeah. So what we find out as well now that Bella's asleep and Jacob and Edward are talking is that there's been some research going on with the rest of the family. Mm-hmm. They once they got back, they found out some more information from the from Calray, the Southern American woman that they found at Isle Esme, one of the people that worked there. So they've been doing some more research on other babies that might exist that are similar to the demon inside of Bella. They're not really sure what the outcome will be. And so they're talking about this, right? Jacob's pissed. Edward's confused and tired. Uh, Same, Edward. (laughs) And Rosalie enters this conversation, right? And she's like, well, of course there were no survivors. Jacob notes that she's quote, blunt and uncaring. And it's like, this is why we needed her perspective, right? Hey. Because she probably wasn't blunt or uncaring. She was just trying to give the shirt. But she makes a good point, right? That, quote, giving birth in the middle of a diseased, infested swamp with little, with the medicine man, you know, probably wasn't the safest method at that time. So, I mean, she right. Jacob, during all this, gets pissed, right? And he takes the, quote, doggy bowl that he had from before and throws it at Rose Lee's head as payback for this and it like bounces off her head but she gets food in her hair great Jacob good start (laughs) this is gonna end well Rosalie gets pissed of course because she got food in her hair and Jacob screams (laughs) out of laughter and just starts crying because he's laughing so hard which of course wakes Bella up and that's good good job great Great. really good (laughs) really good. During all of this, Bella kind of starts to die a little bit (laughs) because, well, she says that the demon inside of her is stretching, which, like, sure. Cute. (laughs) (laughs) Cute. (laughs) Me stretching Uh, in the morning and just getting all my demons out. (laughs) Me trying to, like, shake the depression out of me. (laughs) Just like... <laughs> Me having like a glass of water first thing in the morning instead of like poison and thinking I have my life together. <laughs> Just and like breaking bones. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> So she's like, you know what, Jacob? This baby reminds me of you. And he's like, this fucking demon? <laughs> Thanks, Bella. <laughs> but yeah, so then Carlisle and Edward are like, that's weird. Maybe you all have chromosomal similarities. And he's like, rude, first of all. And that's kind of how the chapter ends. So chapter 16, super great. I hit him with that great title. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> chapter 16, it's too much information alert. <laughs> the first page... I had to read the word kink. Stephanie Meyer wrote that. Mm-hmm. Now, the context matters a little bit. Yeah. But does <laughs> um, it? <laughs> it does not. I personally don't think it does. Because Jacob says that it felt good to get back to my animal self. I was stiff from <sighs> sitting still for so long. Excuse you, Jacob. I extended my stride working out the kinks. This is a Christian novel, this Stephanie is Meyer. This is porn. <laughs> this is what E.L. James, like, we've talked about how there there have been many points in these novels where she probably just went and was like, this is it. This is this is the hill I'm going to die on. This is what I'm, my legacy is going to be made <laughs> of. It's going to be making these guys fuck each other. And this was this is one of them. Like, for sure. Yeah. All I can think of is, do you remember in New Moon... And in Twilight, I guess, when in the movies where they made the fucking Twilight font like super big on the computer that Bella was looking at with like vampire oh, and like yeah. werewolf. All I can think about is E.L. James looking at the computer and like kinks gets like super big. And fucking E.L. James was like, <laughs> E.L. James was like, I got it. This is it. This I mean, is my calling. I mean. <laughs> Kink is my calling. And it's like, no, E.L. James, back away. <laughs> Put the pen down. (laughs) Just leave it. Stop. Invest in Apple. Take up knitting. I don't care. (laughs) Anything else? Have you heard of Bitcoin, Eel? Oh my god. (laughs) Do you think Stephanie Meyer's into Bitcoin? She's gotta have some in Bitcoin, huh? Right? (laughs) She's got so much money. You tell me she doesn't have a dime in Bitcoin? There's no way she doesn't. You know what? (laughs) I hate this. I've heard, I've been to too many, like, 
lunches where there's bartenders talking about Bitcoin when I worked at the mall. <laughs> oh, no. And you know what? That's a fucking topic that we didn't get into. As a recovering retail employee, not working this Black Friday was the most liberating thing that's ever happened to me. I bet, yeah. I have to say, I just gotta fucking say that. <laughs> Just gotta That's let it, it be known. Just <laughs> gotta shout it to the choir. That's my kink, I gotta say. Um, <laughs> How many times are you gonna say kink in this episode? As many as I fucking want. <laughs> I pay the bills here. Wait, <laughs> 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 It's just a lie. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) That's a damn lie, and I know it. (laughs) But I'm confident about it. But, like, live your truth, I guess. Like, you almost convinced me. I was like, I was like, wait a minute. (laughs) Maybe this whole time. (laughs) That's the thing, though. That's how I get by in life. I just say shit real confident, and I say it with enough, like, gusto, and people are like, yeah, and that's how I've gotten by for 23 <laughs> years. I swan to John. People are like, yeah, I'll give you VIP. Yeah, you're a featured guest. Yeah, I'll let you go with security. And I'm like, fuck yeah, you will. Oh, my God. I swan to John. I'm telling you, put on some high heel boots and say it with gusto. Nobody will say anything otherwise. Also, Wow, White I want House. that embroidered. I want that on a pillow. <laughs> I want that... <laughs> Well, they're hanging above my mantle piece that I don't have, but I do in this fictional universe. Swan of John. All right, anyways, fucking book. Sometimes I just get on a soapbox and I don't shut the fuck up. <laughs> you also probably need the addendum that I added to that. You need the little asterisk when it's like, being white helps. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, fair. So they're doing another round of sniffing the dirt around the Collins house because racism am I right god if you think about like this this whole fucking book is a piece of shit (laughs) I'm glad we're coming to this revelation now well I'm just saying like it's been there the whole time but like fuck it gets pretty bad yeah it's not good at all so anyway Leah comes to the realization that Jacob has done a 180 like he started this whole book being like man I want to rip Edward Collins throat out (laughs) and now here he is just like Edward would tell me if this food's poison, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. That's true. (laughs) And he just, like, eats their food. Like, whatever. And then all of a sudden, Leah's like, thank you. And Jacob just, like, stops moving. He's like, what (laughs) did you just say to me? (laughs) They have this, like, moment in the woods as they're, like, wolves, which is, like, super touching, where she's like, thanks for letting me stay. You're super great. You've been super nice. And he's like, uh, someone's complimenting me. Abort. Abort. (laughs) Abort. Uh, (laughs) Emotional intimacy. Uh, I don't know. I can't do it. I can't do it. I don't, I don't. He's such I've a never had a stable sign. relationship in my life. He has to be a water sign, right? Oh, there's, yeah, there's gotta be. Like, he's gotta be. I gotta look this up and see, because, like... Didn't we do this, be. like, eons ago? He is! No, right. he's an air sign. Oh, well. He has, I mean, that's pretty damn close. His moon's cause... probably all up in that water, though. He's probably drowning in it. Oh, no, he's a Capricorn. Fuck. That's the worst. Capricorns are the worst. No wonder I love him. Whoa. God. Okay. They're the worst. Okay. Anyway. Capricorns are great. Um, Capricorns, I love you. You're great. Capricorns are stubborn know-it-alls, which is literally Jacob. So no wonder I love him. Okay. Listen, for so- for well, someone who has the sign that could shit on the most, it's kind of upsetting to see you shit on other signs. That's all I'm saying. All right. Hi. Have you you, know, heard of you know what it feels like. <laughs> I heard of overcompensating. Why do you keep doing this on our podcast? And why do you keep (laughs) announcing it? Well, because I do it when I sneeze. So (laughs) annoying. It's how I get my teenagers to sneeze with their mouth covered. (laughs) That's the most beautiful thing. That's the most beautiful thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Because they sneeze into the, like, crook of their elbow. No, look, I get how it makes sense. It's just amazing. (laughs) Listen, I'm just saying. Okay, anyway, so they have this, like, emotional intimacy moment, and then all of a sudden Leah's like, I want the pack to just be the two of us. And Jacob's like, the fuck is happening? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, are you this. coming on to me, ma'am? <laughs> what the They're, like, fuck having is going a platonic on, relationship. <laughs> um, and Seth's like, hey, me too. And they're both, they both, like, turn around and, like, scream at him, like, no. <laughs> like, Shut up, um, Seth. Because he has to go to school and, like, do the damn thing. It's true. He's got to live his and life. And Leah's like, so I kind of get it. Bella's your Sam. So yeah, I get it. And <laughs> Jacob's like, respect. And then <laughs> Jacob loses it with Leah. Like all this respect that they've just built up the past couple pages, gone. When she <laughs> says, so that blonde vampire that you hate so much, I get her perspective. Mm-hmm. And he's like, ruined. Friendship is over. This yep, is it. All gone. 
everything and then they it just gets built up. real fucking gross and nasty, y'all. Blah, blah, yeah, blah, blah. it. Well, it get, it also gets real. Well, yeah, though. But like the way and that the, their the reactions to the realness is not great. Oh well, yeah. Because it's, yeah. it's so, spoiler alert: Jacob's not great in the next couple pages. <laughs> yeah, he's he's the worst. So the reason that Leah explains it, which makes sense, mm-hmm. her wording for using it is sad. But she says, "Quote: I'm talking about being a genetic dead end," and that's. A sad way to put it, but yeah, yeah. both her and Rosalie can't conceive. Mm -hmm. They're both like frozen in time, which makes sense, right? They're both kind of like in the same sort of position. The important thing to remember here too is the way that the Quilu Pack explains imprinting. So they say that it's survival of the species, genetic override, and that you're drawn to the person who gives you the best chance to pass on the wolf gene. What? Wink, wink. Yeah. (laughs) Remember that. Hey. Remember that. So anyway, she goes on this whole thing and explains like, this is what everyone has told me growing up, but here's where I'm at. I'm in a whole pack full of dudes. Nobody understands me. And every time that I've tried to explain it, everybody shuts me out. It's, and it's like, gross and the worst. Yeah. And it's like, no wonder she's been having the emotional deflection that she is. Oh, yeah. Like, it, it, it makes sense. And even, like, Jacob's inner monologue during this specific conversation, he's still just, like, he's being like, I don't want to talk about this. This is, like, girl stuff or, like, blah. And it's like, I don't want to deal with this, whatever. And then also Ugh. being, like, the fact that she can't procreate. And he's like, well, is she less of a woman? And that's something that we all stressed about and all these things. And it was just nasty. And that, like, he says, you would act like Rosalie. You would murder someone. You would do that yeah. to have a baby. It's, it's like, shut up, Jacob. Like... Yeah. Shut up. That's that's not what she's saying. That's not what any of them are doing. No. All she's saying is that she understands the thought process. Not that, like, she's going to go over there and kill Bella. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get not... that fucking baby, Jacob. I'm going <laughs> to slit her throat right in front of you. Get that demon and we're going to live our fucking truth. Yeah. Is that what you want to hear, Jacob? I'm going to kill her right in front of your eyes, Jacob. And <laughs> Seth and I are going to leave just for the fun of it. God, Jacob so selfish the whole thing but yeah this whole thing it's just like so he's being a piss baby about it and he doesn't even want to be around her right so he phases back into being a human because he doesn't even like he just can't he can't do it so he goes back and he assumes that bella will be asleep but she's not she's upstairs getting an x-ray and so he goes to talk to alice and we find out that bella has broken herself again and it's her pelvis this time show off Um, (laughs) like as you do uh (laughs) they're having a little conversation and as they come downstairs, Jacob and Carlyle have a conversation. Jacob tells him, the woods are all clear. They can go hunting now. And so they set up who's going to go and they head out. Now, during all this time, we find out Jacob is getting ready to go to sleep. Rosalie's being angry that Jacob is there. All this stuff. Sure. And then all of a sudden, Edward starts to act a little strange. He's like, did you say something? And nobody's talking. And it's like, I mean... He's been the burning man for a long time. Like, it's bound to happen that he's going to crack, right? Sure. But he can read minds. Like, he, <laughs> it doesn't really make sense. And he has really good hearing, right? And so Bella's like, uh, babe? <laughs> like, what's uh. going on? <laughs> so he asks her what she's thinking about. And, of course, she's like, Esme's Island, feathers. Like, of course she's thinking about sex. Like, goddamn uh, it, Bella. <laughs> like, Even when she's <laughs> literally being destroyed from the inside out. She's like, oh, good dick. That, that good dick was so good. What we find out is that the baby has developed enough at this point that Edward can hear its thoughts. What? What? <laughs> what? Yeah, that's wild. That's so wild. So anyway, it starts to like slowly develop, right? And as soon as Bella figures this out, she just loses it. Waterworks <laughs> everywhere. Can't deal with it. Now, we find out during this scene that Bella has her baby names picked out. <sighs> and I want to know everything. Everything that you're feeling about oh, this. Oh, they're so bad. Tell me everything. If, she, if it's gonna be a boy, she wants to name it EJ, like Edward and Jacob. And if it's yeah. a girl, she wants to name it Renesme, like Renee Renesme. and Esme. What the <laughs> fuck? So this bitch, 
who is named Isabella, mm-hmm. who goes by Bella, yeah. has decided to name <laughs> her child the worst possible name that uh, is going to have to be corrected all of its life. It's never going to be spelled right on, like, keychains or on Starbucks cups. Like, she's just going to live a really rough life. Yeah, well, EJ is never going to be on a keychain either. That's true. But at least people get EJ. Yep. But the fact is, like, man, I love Edward and I love Jacob. These are the only two boys that matter. Let me put them in my son's name. (laughs) Even though Seth would die for this family. What have any of these schmucks done that Seth wouldn't have been running (laughs) (laughs) to do eons ago? Just name it Seth. (laughs) Any gender. Your child is Seth now. It's like... Seth and Stephanie. Like, great. (laughs) (laughs) Stephanie! (laughs) Fuck, Stephanie, regardless. Like, Stephanie is very good. Stephanie's like a great drag name. Stephanie, you get down these stairs right now. (laughs) Um, No, Uh, I just, all I can imagine is that when Bella decided on EJ, you just like pan over and you see Seth like in the corner, just like one slow man tear, just like going down (laughs) his cheeks. Like, I did everything for this family. (laughs) And it like super cuts to all the times he had to listen to Jacob being like, I hate this. This is stupid. I want to be here. (laughs) He's just like, I'm having a great time. I love my friends. And they're like juxtaposed with all of the happy memories that Seth has had and like Edward hugging him. (laughs) Best friendship. Esme like kissing him on the forehead. It's like, what the fuck? Fine. Fucking Renesme. Fucking Renesme. So Terrible. anyway. Terrible. Edward and Bella, happy as clams. Just <laughs> chilling, living their best life. This is the happiest memory they've had in forty years, aka two weeks. Like <laughs> calendar <just> years. <laughs> Yep. And Jacob is pissed. He's like all alone again, on the road again, just like (laughs) on the open road. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, here's the thing. So I put, (laughs) I put on the road again, like Willie Nelson's like classic hits on this playlist. Cause Loki, my mom's a fan of Willie Nelson. It's embarrassing, but like I live the truth. And I played that song like 15,000 times in the past like 45 days that we were on the road (laughs) and I can't get that fucking song out of my head and so now when Jacob because this chapter ends with Edward throwing Jacob these car keys to be like get the fuck out of here not in like a mean way but just like go live your truth yeah get some space clear your head yeah and that's how the chapter ends is now all I can think is like Jacob bopping his head to this Willie Nelson song just like (laughs) I'm on the open road again (laughs) like no joke every time that we stopped to get gas every time that we went like fucking got back on the road again i played this willie nelson song my mom was like stop playing this song you did this to yourself Allie. it's not like you did this yeah but i did it for the bit (laughs) and for that i respect you i commit listen no i and i i get it so that's how chapter 16 ends. On the road so, again. <laughs> on the road again. Yeah, yeah. The good news, well, maybe for some people, I know for Cody, definitely, what? is next week. And what's probably good news for you is that the next week are our last two chapters for Jacob. Jacob. Um, so chapter 17, the longest title yet, I think. What do I look like? The Wizard of Oz? You need a brain? You need a heart? Go ahead. Take mine. Take everything I have. Oh, God. (laughs) No one packing yet. No Uh, one packing yet. And then chapter 18. There are no words for this. And that's it. I can't wait for it to be over. (laughs) Yep. On to iTunes reviews, Cody. Uh, You know, I wish I could read a couple of names of our, our fine listeners who rate and review our yeah. podcast on iTunes, because um, we do this every week, and it's great, and it's fun, and we have a great time. However, yeah. we don't have any new ones. Um, I Yeah, I know. It's it's going to be fine. Don't cry. But the for next time, you know, we'll probably get, like, a bunch, right? Because we'll, we'll pity everyone into doing it. No, don't even worry. Don't even worry. But, but Cody, it's yeah. Christmas. No, I know. It, it's not... It's definitely not Christmas but, yet. <laughs> but Cody, it's Christmas. I listen. It's gonna be okay. We're gonna drag them on Twitter. It's gonna be fine. And then we'll get a whole bunch of new ones if you rate and review the podcast on iTunes, in the podcast app, or on desktop or whatever you fancy. Um, and then we'll read your name in the pod. So do it. Don't make Allie cry on Christmas. So. <laughs> 
you know who never makes me cry? Our patrons. Our patrons. Hey. Hey. Um, Our $25 patron, who's always there for me in life and in love. (laughs) I don't know if they're okay. This is your confession. I was like, I. I think I want to marry. I think I'm proposing to Rachel Swan. I think this is. Rachel Swan! (laughs) Will you be my mashed potatoes? Um, (laughs) Yes. The answer is always yes. I didn't know what to say. Yeah. <laughs> we also have our $10 patrons. So thank you, Rachel Black uh. and Jessica Stanley uh. and Katie Weber uh, uh, uh. and Jessica Hale and oh. Ms. Yuli. Uh. Also, shout out to our $1 patrons. We've gotten a couple new ones in the Hell past yeah. week or so. Killing and it. And that's super you. dope. Also, it's, so it's going to be a new month soon. So if you want to hop on and get all the cool rewards you can get, the beginning of the month is the best time to do it. It'll be great. I know that you said beginning of the month. I heard banana muffin. You know, tomato, tomato. You know, do you know what? Remember when we used to say banana bread? I was thinking about that the other day, and I miss it. So we'll bring it back. Yeah, we'll have to bring that back, because that's just banana bread. You know what I mean? That's correct. Yeah. You know what is also fucking banana bread? Uh, So so we got sent this fan fiction this week, and I... I'm so excited to read this to you, Cody. So it was sent to us on our Tumblr by a person named Maya at By All Odds on Twitter. <laughs> and I am so excited to read it to you. So they, they sent a, a whole message on Tumblr for it as well. To summarize it, like they listened to 39 of the episodes in two weeks. Um, and <laughs> they homie. said that it's like 2010 again uh, for them. They've been listening to like Paramore again and stuff too. The fan fiction that they sent is called I'm Not Falling for You. <laughs> the summary is Bella gets picked to be on a dating reality show. Oh How will the guys show their love and oh who will be the last one standing? <gasps> and it's. L- I know! <laughs> I know! It's literally like The Bachelorette. Like, I'm so excited. Oh so, gosh. it was published December 17th of 2007. And this is from chapter 6 of Bella's Point of View. And I am very excited to read <laughs> it to you because it is a lot. <sighs> Strap it. Hello, Eddie, said Tanya in her drippy voice. Why are you here, I replied, trying to keep my voice calm. You mean you don't know, she said innocently. Isabella invited all the ex-girlfriends for dinner so she can learn more about you guys. My stomach plunged. I knew for a fact that Tanya would not have anything good to say about me. This could ruin my chance with Bella completely. I closed my eyes, trying to fight off the wave of nausea that had hit me. The truth of the matter was that my heart was never into the relationship. I had only went out with her in the first place to please my parents, who were worried I had commitment problems. <laughs> I knew I didn't treat her that great or do the things that good boyfriends were supposed to do, but I never loved her and she hated me for it. She is not going near me with those snakes, Tyler shouted, and he jumped out of the tank, tripping multiple times as he tried to put as much distance between him and his ex-girlfriend. The thought made me feel better. Maybe I wasn't the only one who was going to get thrown onto the bus. Wait a minute. Did I just win? Bella blew her whistle and ran over to me. She looked down and gave me a big smile. Congratulations, handsome. You won. You got yourself a breakfast date. My mood shifted so quickly that if I wasn't laying down, I would have fell onto my knees. I'd done it. I was the winner and I would finally get to be with her. But as I went out of the tank, all I could see was Tanya smirking at me with her arms crossed. What if she ruined it for me? I looked around and saw that Ron and his ex-girlfriend were speaking in quiet whispers. If I didn't know any better, I would have sworn that he was two seconds away from crying. Tyler and his ex-girlfriend were nowhere near each other. He kept looking over his shoulder as if he expecting her to jump on him or something. Zach's ex-girlfriend seemed to see he was made to be with her. She had on pink leg warmers and her hair was teased and hairsprayed as if it was some sort of 80s fashion statement, I guess. Mike and his ex-girlfriend were standing awkwardly near each other, not really talking. I could almost feel the tension from where I was standing. End scene. Cute. The Bachelorette, Cody. Yeah, literally. It's like 18 chapters. (laughs) It's been going on for like seven years. I'm so excited. I love it. It's a lot. God bless. (sighs) It's Christmas. (sighs) Merry Christmas, everyone. It's November. But, you know, whatever. I'll let it you have now. this. No, whatever. As we say in Forks. <laughs> Get bit! With snakes! Oh, hi there. Guess who stole Cody's mic and took over the end credits? 
This is an Earbud Media production. You can pitch a show at bit.ly slash earbudpitch. You can check out the network's Twitter at Earbud Media. And while you're doing that, why don't you follow us everywhere at Into the Twilight? Since you're doing that, why don't you just go ahead and check out our Patreon? It's patreon.com slash into the twilight. Just as little as a dollar a month, you can get some cool things like pins and books, help us do cool things like live streams. You can always help us out for free with reading and reviewing us on Apple Podcast. Our amazing artwork was done by Maddie Padilla, who you can find at your ghost host 44. Our fantastic music was done by Eli Kraus, who you can find at KrausFilms.com. The intro and outro of our podcast is done by KB Smith, who you can find at KB underscore Smith. You can find Cody everywhere online at Cody Captures, and you can find me now everywhere at Into Wild Places. You stayed until the end. Check you out. Good job. And we will check back with you next week. Bye. You've been listening to Earbud Media Production. Earbud Media. Audio for everyone. Hey, Dan. Hey, what's up, John? I just wanted to uh, confirm that we were recording Monday. Yes. Uh, what are we recording for? Oh, it's our new podcast. Our podcast. The the, the Strange Little People one, Strange right? Little People, yeah. Yeah, the one on Earbud Media Production. Mm-hmm. You can uh, find it on YouTube. You can listen to it. The one that we update every Wednesday. Every Wednesday, dude. We have new guests all the time. Sometimes. Sometimes. Most of the time. Yeah, and we talk about current events and stuff. People should listen to it, right? Uh, yeah. It's, it's really cool. I think people would like it. Um, I mean, you don't have to, but I, mean, I hope you would. Did you put out the ad yet? The uh, flyers? Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm doing it right now, as we speak. No, you're sitting down. You're no, not... no, this is happening right now, as we speak. John, why did my hand just go through you? Oh my god. John. We'll talk about it next week.